Episode one fifty one, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Odimus, Odimus <laughs> Maximus. <laughs> Odorus Maximus. Oh. <laughs> and if you don't know about now, kids and tube instructions, uh, <laughs> it's me, Sean. <laughs> it's Cassie. <laughs> Cassie McGee. It's Toots McGee. <laughs> it's toots. Toot toot. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the uh, breakdown of our weekly live radio show on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio and those apps. So, uh, yeah, we try to break down our th- average three-hour show into little bite-sized chunks. So, here's part one. <laughs> Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, here in part one, we catch up on everyone's week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean answers, finds the answer to a question that he's been wanting to know the answer for, for about 30 years now. And you get to see my, hear, not see, (laughs) hear my reaction. (laughs) I'll give you a hint. It's about a little, a popular cartoon of the 80s called Dungeons and Dragons. So if you want, pause the show. YouTube an episode, watch it, and kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. Huh? I do kind of give a nice, nice collage of the characters and yes. stuff. So, you know, and then uh, we talk about it the rest of our week. Uh, Erica brings a, a new comic book to the forefront mm-hmm. that we have fun with, and Ed and I give. Um, well, Ed gives his review of Batman versus Robin because mm-hmm. he never saw Is that it, right? And I give my review of the number three movie of the week. What that will be, you'll just got to listen to find out. Yeah. I'm not going to tease that. So <laughs> sit back, enjoy the show, and we'll see you at the end. Yeah. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> well, that was Erica, by the way. Anybody, yeah. you know. <laughs> Ah, welcome to the program, everybody. Hi, I'm just getting to play this all set up, ready for when we go on break. Woo! Doing Yay. my part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, how was everyone's week? Eh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uneventful too much, you know. I mean, I've, I've caught up on Clone Wars a little bit more. You didn't finish it yet? No, I didn't finish it. <laughs> I had other things to do. But uh, finish <laughs> like season four. work and breathe and eat and sleep. <laughs> So I got one more season to go, and then the lost episodes, and then I'm finished. The lost episodes. Those yeah. would be the translation, the episodes that were done before we got canceled. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> before Disney decided to go, we're taking that, thank you, and we're making our own show. It's going to be called Rebels, and it's going to be better and popular and fun, and we're going to incorporate lots of shit in it. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's a lot of old characters. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. this is going to take place during the... Time of the first three movies were the ones where everyone likes. <laughs> Not that crappy prequel. And then it's going to tie into the new awesome, amazing trilogy that's going to be coming out starting in the December. Yeah. And then and then every other year, you're going to get a new character. It's going to be kick-ass. It's going to all be in the world of the four episodes that you like. <laughs> 
Oh, so that's pretty much my week. Uh, of course, we did see a movie together on Thursday, but we'll get back to that a little later. Well, what did you do this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing? <laughs> um, that's actually not true. I uh, I borrowed... I, I had a question that's been on my mind for the last 30 years, and I needed an answer to. <laughs> it was, let me, let's let's go back in time. By the way, by, by the way, your book is falling apart. It, uh, was, it was like that when I got it. Uh, Just so you know. <laughs> Cheaply made product, Ed. Uh, back in the 80s, I was a fan, I think Ed was too, Yeah. of a little known TV show. Actually, it was a huge TV show, cartoon mm. on Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, called Dungeons and Dragons. And it, it had a cast of characters. There was Hank, the ranger. I'm just going to thumb through this. This is the reason why I brought the book. Eric, the cavalier. <laughs> Diana, the acrobat. Presto, the magician. I, I mean, okay, now if you're going to name your kid Presto, you kind of know what his, his, his go-to <laughs> is. Is either you're going to be a magician or a lounge singer. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, the thief. Uh-huh. And Bobby the Barbarian. And then, of course, you had uh, the cast of side characters like Uni, Uni, who was a unicorn. Yep. There was uh, also, there was a bad guy. His name was... Uh, Bencher. Benger, yes. Yeah. And then there was the ever-loving Yoda-like Dungeon Master. Yes. He was really short. And basically, the, the plot land around was these kids going on an amusement park ride. And they get, t- get thrown into some sort of vortex. And they land into this realm of Dungeons and Dragons. And you got this old guy kind of going, hey, if you want to get home, go that way. Yeah. And then as they're going that way, they have this series of like um, adventures, mm-hmm. which always put them in harm's way. Yeah. <laughs> and it was never like, uh, like it was never, like, it wasn't laugh a minute. It was definitely like a very serious cartoon for mm-hmm. the 80s. Now, I was obviously 13, and it lasted to 85 to when I was 15. And the show, obviously, most Saturday morning cartoons, they disappear. Yes. Uh, cult, cla- cult classic, you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, so so much so that you know they put they put on DVD. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" But uh, the one big question in everyone's mind was, "How did it end?" Yeah, because there was never uh, a series finale. Now it's a Saturday morning cartoon cartoon show. There never needs to be a series finale. It but just ends. It just goes. Yeah, you know what? We don't. We're, we're kind of tired of this. Dungeons uh, Dragons. Yeah, we get a little heat from. Uh, Maybe some outside group saying it's Satanism, blah, 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 because it's the 80s. Yeah. Um, which well, I found up listening, watching some of the behind-the-scenes documentaries. That wasn't the case. Poor ratings got them canceled. Yeah. Like everything else. It's right. a TV show. But you, people have always asked, like whenever they meet somebody on from the show, go, so how did the show end? You know, so what they did was, right when they were new, they were getting canceled. Yeah. Um, they had one writer who was a pop, one of the popular writers on the show write the final episode called Requiem. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be, it was never produced because obviously they got the, pull, the plug pulled right before, you know, they could actually put it. Because back then in the 80s, it took a lot of time to, to you know, produce those shows. Yes. It's not like it is today with computers and shit. It was almost like hand-drawn. Drawn, or, right, yeah. Or old style. I mean, it was the 83, so there might have been some computers, but they were probably still in, in like the animation. Infant stage of it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like the size of a big, nice size room to have the computers that would have to do any kind of rendering. They were doing it on ENIAC. They were probably doing yeah. it cell by cell. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's how most cartoons were done during that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I barred it off Ed. He had it. Uh, you've never really cracked that nah, thing open. Nah. He just has it in his collection. Just kind of go, yeah, one day I'll get to one it. One day I'll watch it, yeah. So I I brought it home um, last week, mm-hmm. 
And um, I was like, okay, let me start watching it. And I, I, I must have been high when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> I have been usually. I, Tell I us more. I don't, I don't remember. Like, were there little mushrooms that you ate? No, well, I was bar mitzvah, so I guess I became a man, and that kind of really threw my memory off. Because yeah. like, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, there's nothing really there. Like, I didn't. I remember being so addicted to the show, like I had to watch it, had to watch it. Yeah, watched every reruns because it was only on for two and a half years, I think, at that mm-hmm. most, at most, and like, I, and I found out the voice talent. Hank, the ranger, because what he did, his he was a ranger, and he had this bow. And when he pulled his arm, it was no string, but when he pulled his arm, when he reached forward and pulled his arm back, it became this like electrical, like this energy bow. So it would have an energy bow. It would, it would never, he never needed a quiver. Yeah, it was like very convenient for cartoons where he didn't, you know, how what happens if he runs at arrows? Yeah, he doesn't have to you worry about it. You would think Hawkeye would have something like you that. know. So he just kind of pulls, fling, 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 um, and then the other guy was the cavalier. He had a shield. But he was kind of like the Reggie of the group, like the, the Reggie. Of the group. Well, I meant like you know, if you ever watch Archie and the Gang, he was the guy who was always like, "I hate this place." I'm like, he was like, he was the rich kid that happened to be on the ride at some time. Yeah. Now I don't know why he was with this group because it was the Cavalier and now the Thief, mm-hmm. uh, Sheila. She was her thing. She had this cloak that she throw you know throw a hood over and she disappear. Yes. And then her little brother, Bobby, who was the barbarian, he had this big club. It was basically a Bam Bam ripoff. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was like more like Thing, but, but you know, it was, <laughs> yeah, well, like the smash, it's like clobbering time, you know. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. See, I always wanted Bam Bam because he had the club, the big wooden club. Yeah. And of course, that was magical. I mean, there were all these magical proper, um, instruments or mm-hmm. uh, that was given to them by Dungeon Master, which no rhyme, no reason. He was just like, hey, here's a bunch of kids. Let me give them some dangerous equipment. Yeah. That makes because that's that, what that Saturday do. morning cartoons is right. all about. Well, the, the, they had the, uh, the, the, the bow that you were talking about. Really, it gets more from the Immortals, and that movie that came out in uh, 2011. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Somebody was a Dungeons and Dragons fan. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason why I wanted to see that movie because of that bow. You saw the trailer for it. I'm like, oh my god, it's Dungeons and Dragons! Exactly. Like, I got to see it. <laughs> so then there was uh, there was the acrobat. She had a bow staff, and I think what her name is Diana. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sexiest out of the group of girls because there was only two of them. Yeah. Um, Presto was also, too, for the 80s, African-American girl. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, they had the obnoxious, rich, white guy, the thief and her brother, who was the barbarian. Mm-hmm. Hank, the ranger, who seemed to be the leader. But on watching the show, I think Hank and Diana had a little thing going. Yeah. Because there was actually a scene where I'm watching it, and he's leaning up against the wall, and, and her arms interlocked with his, and she's leaning on his shoulder. I'm like... Oh, looks like Hank's getting a little brown sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting that acrobat. I know the kind of guy you are, you stud. <laughs> you stud. <laughs> and then there was, um, and the whole time, they're running around going from adventure to adventure to adventure, right? Mm. You're thinking, how does this end? Holy mackerel to let down. <laughs> because what they did was, instead of, since they didn't produce it, what they did was they did a radio play. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, we're all around here and Ed hears your lines and there's always, meanwhile, back at the dungeon. You yeah. know, like, there's that guy who paints the scenery in and they had the woman who played Sheila from the 80s redo her, you know, to come in to do her character. Mm-hmm. 
but they had the script. And so you're kind of watching the script kind of like scroll like a book, you know, and you get to see like the, the lines and stuff. And I was, I came home from the movies and I was like, okay, well, you know what? I need to watch this because I, I wanted to see how it ended. Yeah. I wanted to bring something to the show. So I'm laying in bed and I'm like, I'm laying in bed and I do the old thing, you know, like close my eyes and go, all right, I am now entering the theater of the mind. <laughs> Play. Now go. <laughs> <laughs> and they start doing their little radio program. And I actually kind of nodded. It was 35 minutes long. And I think I nodded off at some point. <laughs> <laughs> because I woke up and I'm just trying. All I need to do is just wait till like the last five minutes. And I got my answer. Right. That's all I needed. Five minutes. But I'm like, you know what? No, let me see if I can get sucked into the story. Like maybe. Here's the story. Um. Venger mm. and Dungeon Master apparently having this come. It becomes, um, I wish I remember the old story where it's, it's like, oh, you know, it's the story of Job. It's the devil and God talking to each other and they decide to put Job through hell to prove his faith, right? Yeah. Venger and Dungeon Master have this almost the exact same kind of conversation where it's like, uh, I don't think your kids are going to be able to do this. And Dungeon Master's like, yeah. Now, keep in mind, these two are supposed to be better enemies. There's no reason why these guys should be sitting around with teen crumpets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they're sitting there chit-chatting with each other. And, and v- Viger, how was he saying Viger? Uh, Venger is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think if if they get to do what they need to do, let them go home. And if they fail, I'm going to take their weapons because that was always his thing. He needed their weapons. I don't know why. Mm. Not only do I get their weapons... But they die. And Dungeon Master's like, yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. Like, <laughs> because it's a Saturday fucking morning cartoon. Like some 10-year-old's going to be like, oh, what? <laughs> like this guy I've been sitting there who's been helping him the whole time, gave him their weapons. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of this game. If they lose, you can get to kill them. Sure. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just kind of shaking my head going, this was in 1985? Like, <laughs> uh, all right, you know, fine. So it was like this series of they they both had they had to go to this like tower mm. to get a key and Venger comes to them Venger Venger <laughs> Venger comes to them and says look I you guys Dungeon Master he's been a bad guy this whole time if he had the power to give if he had the power to give you all your gifts how come he hasn't had the power to take you home mm. like he's not as good as a guy as you think he is and me I'm misunderstood. <laughs> You know, like I've once I've spared your life a numerous amounts of times. Yeah. So maybe you should kind of look at it from my point of view. Right. Now, this is where, like, you know, if anybody watches the show, Hank is kind of like your clean cut good guy. He's the hero. Right. And, and Reggie, the the you know, the Reggie guy, I always forget what's his name. <laughs> Eric. Eric. He's kind of like the sniveling kind of I should be the leader because I'm rich and I'm a snot nosed brat. All right. God, I want to punch. Me. So they kind of get into this little tiff, and one wants to go. You know, there's always like as, as always in a cartoon, fork in the road. Yeah. Hank's like, we should go this way, and what's his face? Eric, Eric is like, no, we should go that way. And there's like as always an argument of who's the boss, blah blah blah. And they're all like, well, prior to that, they're running from a um, a hydra. Mm-hmm. And they see the Dungeon Master, because apparently he just had this conversation with, you know, Avenger. And he's watching them, and they're like, help us. And he's like, fuck you. Get yeah. out of it yourself. You, he's like, he, he literally says, you got yourself into it. Get yourself out of it. <laughs> right? And you're like, what? Like, two and a half years, you've been, you know, giving, hey, by the way, here's a magical bow staff. Like, <laughs> hey, by the way, here's a, a magical shield. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, 
it's a Hydra? Fuck you, you're on your own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, so they're all kind of mad at Dungeon Master, but they're kind of bickering amongst themselves because they're mad. Mm. So finally, Hank's like, you know what? Hank being the reasonable one of the groups, like, all right, you know what? This is why we're mad. We're all pissed off. At Dun- Let's just, the elephant in the room is Dungeon Master's a dick. Mm. We're all mad at him. Eric, if you want to go this way, let's go this way. Mm-hmm. You know, so they all start chugging, and it's supposed to be like this bog of sorrow, which is, you know, never a good sign, you know. <laughs> so there they are. It's never it's never the happy yeah, the happy path. It's like, hey, take the path of cream cheese and blowjobs. <laughs> you know? It's always the hey, let's take the road of sorrow and sadness and misery. Yeah. Because it has a pickle. Like, I don't know. It's like it's all like you whenever Eric made a decision, you knew it was gonna be the bad decision. Yeah. So they take the road and they're kind of like bickering again, as always. And I'm just like, oh my god, what how did they survive this whole fucking time? Like Ah, so they they do the inevitable. I hate you. You hate me. I'm, who's with me? I'm going this way, and who's with me? I'm going that way. And of course, Eric's leading like the charge to go. Um, Viger, Viger, Venger. God, it's going to annoy me. It's going right now. It's, it's, it's like adventure, but with yeah. the ah. Uh. I was always thinking revenge or yeah. revenge with an er at the end. <laughs> Venger. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching and. What Venger wants them to do is they need a key from this spiral, you know, mm-hmm. this, this obelisk kind of building, and take the key and throw it into this abyss. It's at the <laughs> edge of the realm. One ring. Yeah. One king. Yeah. One key to open all the doors. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Eric is like, okay, we're going to do it. And Hank and v- Venger's like, I'm going to get you home. Just right. do this one thing and you're home free. And of course, Hank's like, this guy's been a dick for two and a half years. Now you want to listen to him? Fuck you, Eric. I'm out. Right. You know? So Eric, so Eric takes Eric, Presto, and Sheila, the thief, mm. because they all just want to go home. They just want to go home. They're tired. They want to go home. Right. Two and a half years we've been wandering around. I don't know how they ate. I don't know where they slept. I don't even know if they took a bath. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah. here they are, wandering this realm. Yeah, because they never find a town, by the way. Well, they do find a town, but it's just right before or just after it gets destroyed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which is so helpful. Exactly. So you're like, so Hank's like, uh, and so it's Hank, Bobby, and um, the uh, uh, Diana. Yeah. Of course, because she's banging Hank on the side, you know, so she's <laughs> going to stick with her man. And Bobby is a little kid with the club, and he's like, I don't want to go because Eric's a dick. Right. You know, sis, what are you doing? Hang out with me. But I get kind of the feeling that sis is probably blowing off the, his, her brother because she's probably banging Eric on the side. Right. You know, of course, Presto is the quintessential nerd magician, so he's too busy playing with his hat. You know? <laughs> so they, you know, like... And of course, as like a little mini-adventure happens and Hank is trying to stop Eric, you know, and this big shit happens and they both still wind up at the tower. Like, as always. Mm. Hank is like, don't go in. And Eric's like, fuck you, Presto. Take out the door. So Presto's like, okay, bippity-bippity-boppity-boo. Blows the door off the hinges. Mm-hmm. You know? They go up, and there's Venger, and, and, and there's Dungeon Master, and it's like, okay, well, you got to do this key thing, and they and there's, a like, a, a tomb, mm-hmm. and you can either use this key to unlock the door, unlock the tomb, or get rid of it, mm-hmm. and this is where it all hinges. It's all the big buildup, right? You're like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And they decide to open up the, the tomb, the tomb right. right? Open up a tomb, big, woo! 
spooky, big explosion or whatnot. Guess what? Benger is Dungeon Master's kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you knew that? Yeah. I told you. How did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Okay. See, I'm trying. I'm like, <laughs> the look on your face. That was well, because I'm, really? I'm sitting here going, did you see the ending? No, I never saw the ending. How would you know it was his son? Because you didn't find out until the very end on an episode that never aired. <laughs> it was an article I read. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my God, thank you. You saved me. And it really wasn't about destroying it. And they're like, well, yo, DM, what the fuck's going on? Like, how come you never told us this? He's like, well, I, I wasn't allowed to, kind of thing. It was one of his, it was the only magic spell I couldn't do was to revert my son back to the person that I love, kind of thing. Because <laughs> his son basically decided to go down the dark path with his other dude, who turned him into and took all the nice stuff out of him and right. threw him into his tomb, kind of thing. And it was like, oh, so we weren't sent. So the kids were like, oh, we weren't sent here to destroy Avenger. Uh, we were here to cure him. Ah. And they're like, yes, and. Everything's good in the realm, and then Dungeon Master goes bibbidi boo. There's your home world. And they see the amusement park, right? right? And you're like, oh my god, here we go. Like it's the end, right? Because right. this is the thing they've been working for. The fuckers decide to stay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Like, and the reason why they decided to stay is because the Dungeon Master's like, <clears throat> well, just because you did this, there's still <clears throat> evil in our realm that you can do good. Mm. Or you can pussy out and go home. Yeah, like you know that kind of thing. The thing you've been wanting to the whole time, and the land is you know they describe the land because they don't actually show it to you. But it's all sunshine and rainbows in this part of the realm now, instead of the maelstrom of lava and volcanoes that it used to be. And they're like, oh well, this place it looks kind of cool. Let's stay. And I'm like, you fucking idiots. Uh, I do remember there was an episode where they almost they were almost home. They were actually home, and they were the Avenger came out of the ride, oh. and, and the only way to stop was to go back in with him to force him back into the, oh. into the game. Of course, Eric was like, "We're home! Like, let yeah. the world deal with it! Like, like we're home now! Like, like it's over!" Right. And then, of course, he decides, right? Because Hank's got to be the, the wet blanket of the group. Gone, you know? No, we have to do what's good right. and right. Yeah. I'm banging his hot black chick who splits <laughs> like nobody in the business, man. You know? And that's why Eric is always angry because I think he went on the ride with her to just hey, try to hook up with her. <laughs> and dude, the dude with the bow is hanging out with the chick with the bow staff. Huh? Huh? <laughs> it writes itself, folks. <laughs> I got Bam Bam Jr. with me. Uh, so I was like, kind of like, I actually had to rewind it so I could go, wait, did that just happen? <laughs> like, did they decide to stay? I'm like, why the, f- what? Like, if this was supposed to be a series finale, get him home. I, now, see, now, I think they should relaunch the cartoon of the aftermath. Like, I would have liked to have seen him go home and then have, like, a made-for-TV movie, Dungeons & Dragons, the aftermath. <laughs> you know, like, see what happens. Like, how many years were they away? Was it, like, instantaneous? Were they... Like, when they get back on the ride, like, when they walk out of the thing, are they still on the ride and it just happened? Like, it was like a blink of an eye kind of thing? Or did years go by? Well, I was saying, there, there had time did go by because when they went back the the, the, okay. the first time, it was night. The park was closed. Oh. So, like, like it was, like, way after the fact. So, I'm sure their families are looking for them. Like, going, Right, exactly. You yeah. selfish pricks. No <laughs> note going, Mom, Dad, having a wonderful time in the realm. 
I'm banging a black chick. Don't look for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the voice cast that was pretty amazing. The voice cast, say. I was kind of shocked to hear. Tell uh, us who who was Hank here. Hank the Hank the the Ranger was Willie Ames. Yes, now, he, he was with Ames with two A's. By the way, yes. <laughs> he and people might know him from uh, Charlie's in Charge. Yes. Yeah. Charles in Charge. Charles in Charge. Charlie. 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 Uh, we were close. <laughs> Charlie's in charge. Me and Scott Bayo, we were like this. <laughs> I call him Charlie. Who didn't? <laughs> you know, sometimes I was like, yeah, it's Chuck. He's in charge. <laughs> it was the show that brought you Nicole Eggert, who then eventually went to Baywatch. Yes. You know, um, but yeah, but he was, he was kind of like, and then the two of them started in that really crappy already movie called Zapped. Yeah. Remember that one where, yeah. where Scott Bayo gets magical powers of telekinesis, telekinesis yeah. and his whole main thing is to rip women's tops off? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Scott, come on. You were chachi. <laughs> you know, man up. <laughs> what would Fonzie I do? I like boobs. What, what would Fonzie and, and the only reason why I wanted to watch that movie is because Heather Thomas was in and I had a huge crush on Heather Thomas ah. who was in Fall Guy. You yeah. Know? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when I realized the magical body doubles. Because Eric Eric the Cavalier was uh, Don Most or Donnie Most, as most people know. Potsy, 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 which which was kind of hard. Going, Potsy's a dick. I mean, no, that was a Potsy. It, it wasn't Ralph Mouth. Ra- yeah, Ralph Mouth. Ralph Mouth was the redhead. Yes, that's Donnie Most. No, Donnie Most is. Let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It's that's that's it is Donnie It is Ralph Mouth. It's Ralph Mouth. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense that he's the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Potsy. <laughs> no, Potsy was Willie Ames. Not Willie Ames. No, uh, Potsy was Willie Ames. No, no, damn it. He was Willie Mays. Willie Mays. <laughs> no, no, that's ain't right. <laughs> um, I uh, thought Johnny Most. I thought Papa Most, wasn't it? No, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to look for it real fast. Here we go. <laughs> well, Sunday, Monday, happy, happy days. days. Anderson Williams. Isn't that the guy who does that new talk show? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to blah, blah, blah. I'm Anderson Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but those are the only two real like major stars out of it. Yeah. You know, but it was just like, oh, really? That's your kind of... Like, I mean, I like to like, go back and revisit, make a live action. Oh, and they also had like a live action short. Which, to be honest, was kind of crappy. I don't know why they put it on this DVD. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It was like it was a guy playing Hank and a girl playing Sheila, and I don't think the person who designed it really knew that him and Diana were probably banging. Yeah, because it was like this soft, like it was a very serious moment. Apparently, Hank killed somebody, and it was either <laughs> kill or be killed kind right, of thing. Right, yeah, and you're like, and it's like a it's like a two person play for like four minutes and. You know, of course, the whole cool thing was he actually kind of used the energy bow, and she threw the thing. She got to disappear, and I'm like, yeah. uh, all right, kind of home for a little bit more in your fan fiction, you know. Yeah. But then again, I mean, it was the '80s, so probably it was one of those like big ass cameras where you had pause when you wanted to edit. <laughs> like, <laughs> cut. Tink. Okay, this is what's gonna be next. Okay, ready? And action. Boom. <laughs> like, uh, you could hear the uh, VHS whirling in the background. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was Dungeons and Dragons for you. That was Dungeons and Dragons for you. Yeah, yeah. What a letdown! <laughs> now that it's you know back in the arms of WB, I'm sure they'll do fine with the uh, the, the the game and the uh, movie. movie. Yeah. <sighs> God, I was so I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, all right. And they never got to kill. Did they ever get to kill that that seven headed dragon? 
No. No? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> what a letdown. No, no denouement. No nothing. <laughs> Requiem. No. Sorry. They got to go back. Like, I, seriously. Could you imagine if they came out and it was like 30 years later and they're still teenagers? <laughs> Like you don't know how like you don't know how long the time difference is. I'm not. I'm not I don't think it's like day for day. I think yeah. like it kind of felt like it was going to be. They're frozen know. in time almost. Yeah. It, yeah. It, or, or yeah. Exactly. So it was like they kind of walk out and they call it a derelict amusement park because after the missing six kids, no one's ever going back because <laughs> they've never found it. <laughs> they never found them. They closed the park. Yeah. It's been cursed. It's haunted. You know, there's a news article posted about the owner of the park. Yes. You know, humiliated, <laughs> bankrupt. He was arrested by other teenagers for some sort of oil scam and a dog, you know, <laughs> some land deal gone wrong. His last words where I would have gotten away with it too. It was if you meddling kids and all of a sudden these guys come wandering out going what do we miss <laughs> and then them trying to get back to normal life in the 2000s like <laughs> we've been going for 30 years and people walking around with camera phones They're like, what the fuck is going on cell phones yeah, yeah, take like... us back <laughs> what the hell it's called a payphone, right day what do you put the quarter in are you putting the 10 cents in <laughs> yeah uh what's this thing called the internet <laughs> little bobby's gone oh my god all the access to porn he has now today, he's really banging that club today i am a man <laughs> <laughs> he's taking jig giant swings with that club in his. <laughs> eric finds out that his Dad was part of a Ponzi scheme and he's in jail. <laughs> he's broke. <laughs> All right, so what was the movie that we saw this weekend? <laughs> it was just, uh, Batman versus Robin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I brought him over. I went over and we watched Batman versus Robin because there's a new. Um, the next DC movie coming out is with Batgirl, Batwoman. Yes. And he was like, it's kind of like a trilogy. And he's like, I never saw the second part. I'm like, you never saw Batman vs. Robin? He was like, no. So it was like, I brought it over so you can watch it. What did you think? I liked it. I really did. I didn't like the first one was Son of Batman. Because I didn't like how fast it was like just thrown upon you. Like they just went right into action. It was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a backstory there. We got to gotta get <laughs> whoa, first. Whoa, whoa, We need to remind everybody that Talia al Ghul drugged and raped Bruce Wayne to produce this kid. Yeah, I want to see that part of the show, man. <laughs> Do it slowly. I want a whole bonus feature of that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it was a lot better than, than Son of Batman, I thought. You know, and it was a really good story. Son of the Demon, by the way. Son of, uh, Son of the Demon? Yeah. I thought it was Son of the Batman. I know, Son of the Demon, I think. God damn it. No, you, <laughs> you keep talking. I'll all right, up. all right. So, yeah, it was a good... It was a good um, it was a good movie, and like I said, it, it really, it really brought it out. I mean, like, and you go, I can't believe they're going to kill him off. Like, <laughs> who? Damien. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They didn't. No, not yet. You think they're going to kill him in the third one? I don't know. If it, if it gets, goes along the line with the comic book series, then yes. Oh, I don't know. Ah. Oh yeah, you're right. Son of Batman. Ah. I'm thinking of the comic book. It's called Son of the Demon. There you go. There you there go. You go. All right, son of Batman, Batman versus Robin, and I forget what the next one's called. Let's see, uh, let's go, Batman, uh, Jason O'Mara. We he's... can banter back and forth 
all first hour about this, but Erica, what did you do this week? I went and got an MRI on Friday. It was super fun. Yeah, lots of laughs. Very exciting. <laughs> Every uh, time I tried to fall asleep, because it was very early in the morning, so I thought, no problem, I'll just, I'll take a nap in the MRI machine. Like, all are you I'm allowed to? Do- or? Yeah. Hey, all you so do is you don't move. Yeah, all you do is lay there for, you know, I, I had to get an abdominal MRI. So really, all I had to do was lay there for a half hour while they took images of my abdomen. Except that it, for probably about 10 minutes of it, I had to hold my breath and then release the breath. And they had to wake me up to tell me, okay, it's time to hold your breath so we could take some images. So I was not happy about being woken up in the MRI machine. Nice. Nice. That was not so much fun. Um, <laughs> but I did, however in more geek-related and interesting news. Um, I found a comic book uh, this week called The Beauty. Okay. I don't know how long it's been out. Um, I think it's only been out for a couple issues. But uh, the story has been around for a while. Um, there are people who have been into comics who, for years who probably already know about this book. But I thought it was really interesting. And the concept is uh, there's a new STD that makes you beautiful. <laughs> and it's called it's called the beauty and there are people who are actively like trying to go out and get this disease so that they can be beautiful that make me pretty i want to be beautiful that's kind of what i was thinking I'm like, dude i would be i would literally be all over that oh i want to pray i'm making pray so but it's of course there are people who think this is a travesty that people would would go out and try to get a sexually transmitted disease just to be beautiful and uh oh the irony on society that comic book brings (laughs) can you you imagine that with married couple and then it's like the 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 guy gets beautiful (laughs) you cheated on actually you dirty bastard actually that's in the book. Uh, I'm not going to say is. where, but it of is in the book. Of course it is. But it's, so it's about this, you know, this, this world where like half the people are trying to go out and be beautiful and they're trying to get this disease. And then the other half of the people are like, no, this is wrong. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Was it the guy who gets, who, who gets the disease or is it the girl? It was actually, so um, the guy's a cop and his partner's female. She has it. And she's of the mindset that this is a disease. She doesn't actually want it. She wants to look like herself. Well, I meant the married couple. In the married couple, the man gets it. Okay. And that's that's kind of where it cuts off. Because so we don't know we don't know where it goes. From he there. wakes up. She's like, "Oh my god, you got! I did it for us. <laughs> I'm helping you. We could be pretty. We could be beautiful." And she's sitting there going. You said I was beautiful, you asshole. I lied because I was ugly too. Now look at me. I'm a I'm I'm chiseled. I'm Adonis. Out of, I'm a chiseled out of marble. But the whole look at these abs. The whole <laughs> book starts with um, a beauty dying um, on a train, like in the middle of a pack train. She just she's dead, and so and she dies. Oh my kind god! Of perfectly. Right, my head. I, you can't see the the. My head is sometimes twisted. I have to admit, you know. Okay. Like, but can you imagine, like a beauty died? She's got that STD. Get her! Get <laughs> her! <laughs> a necrophilia going on in this train. Okay, everybody. We don't tell a soul. 
<laughs> you, you, who's going to go in first? <laughs> I'm going to get that. I don't want sloppy seconds. Now I know and I'll ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Quick before she starts smelling. <laughs> You know, oh, she just oh keels over God. and dies. They go through tunnels. <laughs> Get the old comic book imagery of a tunnel go a train going through a tunnel and she's dead and there's a whole bunch of people just lining up, men, women. <laughs> Cracking their knuckles. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good book. I'm enjoying it, so I'm going to keep picking that one up. I also picked up uh, DC Bombshells issue number one. I picked that up, too. Yeah. I, just got, I, I mean, I, I'm never going to read it. I just picked it up because it was number one. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I picked it up because I like the costumes. I like the cover art. I thought it was really cool. So I picked it up for that reason. I started reading it. And I don't know if it was just because I had just finished reading The Beauty number one um, that I was kind of like, eh, nobody died in the first page. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. So I'll probably come back to it later. All right. So, but cool. yeah, that was that was my week, MRIs and comic books. Yay. <laughs> well, I, there was a book kind of like that. It was called uh, Fly. It was um, about a, a pill that would make give people superpowers, mm-hmm. and it was definitely was um, done by uh, Xenoscope, and it was really good because it, it delved into that whole dark mist, like not dark, like what would you do for this power? Yeah. What could you? do? Well, that's kind of their wheelhouse you know, too, I think, with the Xenoscope. Yeah. Comics. Oh yeah. So it was right. It was like it was a great, great album. And they're going, I'm per- make me pretty. <laughs> like oh, now, oh, would you decide to do it just out of the kindness of your heart? Like, okay, you get, blam, you're pretty. Right? <laughs> he has long hair. Wait, 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 and then somebody comes up and goes, "Ah, bring me pretty, please!" I'd be the most expensive whore. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you do it though? Like if, if I was single, yes. Okay. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, I already have an STD. What else could happen? You know, like. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, for money. I mean, I wouldn't do it for free. <laughs> you whore! <laughs> like out of the kindness of your heart, like, hey, get the beauty disease right here. <laughs> comma, 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 in your skin. <laughs> Just rub it in <laughs> and watch you glow. Thank you, right down the spot. <laughs> Did you say you'd do it or wouldn't do it? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah, yeah I would. <laughs> sure. I want to be pretty. I want to be pretty. I don't think I'm a bad looking person, but, you know, it'd be nice not to have to it, diet it, anymore. It would be nice to know that your 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 stock would go up a little bit. Yeah. Because you'd be banging hotter people. <laughs> and no, you can- <laughs> They already got the STD. They don't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty, you're pretty. Let's get together, yeah. huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're still ugly on the inside, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a pig's a pig, even if it's wearing perfume. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Because <laughs> there are people who I have banged who were not the most attractive people, but we had a good connection or whatever. Maybe I was drunk. I don't know. <laughs> but even if, like, hmm. they're exes for a reason. Even if they became like fucking Adonis, 
still want to go back to them. Because at that point, this disease will do nothing for personality. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all image, you know, but if everyone's pretty, then it kind of, it's that like, if there's, everyone's beautiful, how do you demean somebody? There's probably no fat shaming. You wear bad shoes. Yeah. Those shoes do not go with that top, you whore. <laughs> You're an ugly person. <laughs> my, On the inside. My fashion sense is impeccable, but I'm pretty. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> a whole line. You just see people. Just... A douchebag is a douchebag, regardless of what they look like on the outside. Come make me pretty! <laughs> like, you can see models of the world trying to eradicate the disease. <laughs> start seeing commercials. We must stop this STD from happening. Please. Well, and that's that's oh, kind of the point of it because there's say no whole... to a, say no to having sex with a beautiful person. There's there's only, a whole anti beauty movement in this comic book. People who think you, it's bad. Only you can prevent prettiness. <laughs> beauty is a disease, and it's contraception. My contraception is the cure. <laughs> It does make me wonder, though, like, what... Okay, so... I, I, I'm i hoping I'm going to explain this well. So, this disease is supposed to make everybody beautiful, right? Uh, the problem is... is uh, you're the one reading it, so yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it is supposed to make everybody beautiful. But, since the... the um, the concept of beauty or what people think is beautiful varies from culture to culture. Mm. How does the disease decide what would make you more beautiful? What if you know what well, I'm what saying? If, what if, yeah, but what if sense. what if it's all glamour? What if it is you are still ugly, but the per- person, the chemical? Oh, so how you perceive the person is like, yeah. Oh, that the that maybe. it makes. You, I, I'm, I'm pretty, right? <laughs> but it, my good looks could be different from who's looking at me. Oh, okay. Like you know, That's there could be. The, it's not like the generic. Uh, I'm cut from marble himself. Look at these abs. But it could just be like, oh, I've always been attracted to blondes, and I happen to be blonde. Suddenly, everybody's blonde, right? <laughs> or I, you know, or by the next person sees me, and I happen to be. A brunette, you know, one of those with like long flowing locks. <laughs> ah, hi, baby. <laughs> That's a good point, though. You know, because beauty yeah. is in the eye. You know what? That, then that, that STD must be real, then, because you always see those uh, that one ugly guy with that hot uh-huh. chick. You're like, he must <laughs> be great in bed. <laughs> yeah, he must be rich, that dick. <laughs> What's that guy do? I to get that hot chick. Well, he can lick his eyebrows. Like, <laughs> that's why she's with him, you douche. Because <laughs> maybe he's not driving a truck with like 40-foot rims. It sounds interesting. I'll wait for the graphic novel, though. Yeah, there's there's been a few that um and I'm I'm actually kind of glad I held off on a few. There's one that I've been wanting to read called um The Wicket and the Divine and um the first uh trade paperback was just released. So, I'm glad I kind of waited a little bit cuz I realized last week that I need a lot of space to start storing my comics. <laughs> get, in. get the get the white You books. need to go to CA. Comic Books Anonymous. <laughs> CBA. <laughs> 
I, I, I have a fifty dollar a week habit. <laughs> no, thankfully it's not that bad. I, I, I don't. Why the fuck did I buy that strawberry shortcake comic book? I don't know. I don't give a shit about Archie and the gang, but it had a limited edition Predator cover. I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> There are a couple comics that I feel that way about. I gotta get rid of them. But 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 the issue is, yeah, I know it sucked, and but there's five different covers. I need them all. They make a collage of the whole X Men. (laughs) Welcome to the nineties. Oh my god, I have that. So do I. I had that problem. So did I. That's why I brought it up. Uh, Yeah, that that Todd McFarlane number one. I needed that silver edition. I needed that platinum, and I needed that gold and the color. Oh my god! I, I almost went there with the gem. I bought almost. I bought. I, bought, I had to rein myself in. <laughs> you stop. I bought five copies of the Death of Superman <laughs> just, just so I could keep it preserved in that plastic bag. What <laughs> <laughs> did you one my comic book collection? You know, I'm just going through exactly what I did. I bought two. I bought one I can open up and read the comic, comic and the other and one I can and because I went to look at the little baseball card, you know, <laughs> and then and then I had to do it again with the white condition where where Superman's up in heaven and he talks to his dad, and that was in a white a yes. white plastic yes. seal because <laughs> the black one had the bloody S, and then the white one just had the regular S. <laughs> I need I need help. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need help. <laughs> Why are you here? Because I bought He Man, the Masters of the Universe, and I'm 45 and I still live at home. I need help. I haven't been able to hold down a regular job. Because <laughs> I'm always taking off on Wednesdays. <laughs> my, name, hi, my name is Erica, and I'm a comic bookaholic. It's been. Since Wednesday, since I bought a comic, but but no, no, seriously, one day this book's gonna be worth something, and I'm I'm buying a buck and a half more than the cover price. It's an investment in my child's future. You live in your basement. You're not even dating. What kids? Someday there's a there's somebody there for me. There's somebody for everybody. I've been meeting him online. His name's Hank. <laughs> yeah, we brought her. Hi there. Uh, I just want to say, like, I know I'm I'm Hank. Uh, I've been fooling you for the last three years, and... I just want your comics. I'm actually just a welder from the docks, and I'm married. I do this part-time because I get a laugh out of it. I'm questioning my sexuality, and I figured <laughs> I could experiment through online, and you've made me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> I just want to say that. I just want to say that there is nobody else I'd rather be laying in bed with to make me feel like a woman than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, scary. I hope your mom is fine and give her my love and <laughs> oh, <laughs> next thing you know he's holding his comic book collection, he's trying to cut his wrist with it. <laughs> I just, I pulled out my very I unbagged that Spider Man one and <laughs> <laughs> believe me. We found his body with a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> it bled out through paper cuts. Oh my god, is that a TMNT one? <laughs> First printing? I know. It's ruined. It's blood. But you probably get air price on the market at this point. Pictures are still there. So I, that's a dialogue you read. The, the binder's a little crook, a little crinkled, but I'm sure we can get a good price for it. That's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I spent my whole life collecting them. And millions of dollars, and it all adds up to a million and a five. <laughs> yeah, I live under no illusions I'm ever going to make any kind of money off this collection. Yeah. This is just for me to read. And actually, the one, the the thing with the uh, Marvel Unlimited subscription that I got, um, I've been finding it harder to want to buy Marvel comics because I'm like, yeah. I'll just wait six months. I'll read it online. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I don't need your money. They got they got that. Disney Cash coming in. That's right. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of uh, movies, what came out this week that was number one? Top five movies. Here we go, yeah, kids. Let's go. Number five is The Gift. It made $6.5 million over the weekend and 23.5 overall. All right. Two weeks of release, and it has a $5 million budget, so it's, uh, it's doing well. It's a hit. That's Ex- it. Expect The Gift 2. <laughs> Regifting. <laughs> coming to you in January. <laughs> All right, what's number four? Number four was the number two movie, Fantastic Four. It made $8 million. <laughs> it made $8 million? That's right. We what's told you not to you see people? it. people? Actually, I read it, it had a 69% drop-off wow. from last week, and it still made $2 bucks. A total, I, total of $41.9 <laughs> in the two weeks in release. Because I think it's one of those, I think it's one of those, like, I go see it first week, and I go, oh, my God, it's shitty. You go the next week to go, it can't be that bad. Yeah, and then you yeah. walk out going, "Oh my god, it was worse." I gotta tell everybody, and everyone's going, "Oh, come on!" And there's gonna be that that overflow of, "You want to see a really bad movie? Go see Fantastic Four. <laughs> I bet you that two million is in what do you call it? Uh, Tuesday matinee money, <laughs> where it's four dollars to go see it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, number three was the new new release, Man from Uncle, made thirteen point five million over the. Uh, I saw that. Did you? Yes, I did. Um, I saw it at the Woodhaven. And the Woodhaven's been going through this massive um, facelift. Mm. Must have the beauty STD. <laughs> By the way, you said Tuesday they have discounted tickets, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the Tuesday. Uh, I think it's like $4 for movies. Okay. Um, but uh, so the Woodhaven's been doing this facelift. Mm. And the, for like the last couple months, the right side of the theaters, the right under side of the building have been con- under construction. Oh, it is. Now the left side's, uh, the, I'm sorry, the left side's done. Now they're going to work on the right side. Yeah. So we went to go see, and we got to sit in those new seats, and mm-hmm. the new red shiny leather, no. shiny seats. It really did it. Like I mean, it looked really nice. I counted the seats in that theater, yeah. and it was theater four. 60 seats. That's it. Wow. I mean, it was like, it was, but they're, because they're big, plush leather. And I was kind of like, I did the math. Like, I looked up the front row, and I was like, how many seats? 13. There's three rows of 13. Then there's this fourth one, and I'm like, okay, well, there's this many seats because they had like these little. Um, that's kind of like the handicap section mm. where they're the big gaps. And then the row I was sitting on, which is a full row, so I was like, okay, well, there's another thirteen. I was like, blah blah blah, quick math while I'm watching the movie. <laughs> it was it was a slow moment in the movie, <laughs> and I was also kind of curious because we sat all the way in the back, and I'm like, it's spacious. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, I at one point like you sit in the chair and you hit the little button on the inside, and you're you know it becomes a recliner, and you kind of. Problem is, my only gripe is that seat goes back too far. Yeah. So that if you're laying back, you're now looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, well, it's good if you're. And, then, and then a little kid, a little kid's face like appears like like over as they look over from the seat behind you. Oh my god! I didn't even and then you're like picking boogies. I didn't drop it. that. They pour soda on you. I mean, because you know, and the seats. Well, first, like, when you sit down, they were kind of uncomfortable because they're kind of boxy. You know, but after like you know, you're sitting there for like two hours, you kind of like I. Used, was sitting straight. He also, too, I'm a righty. Yeah. Now we, my dad and I, we do the traditional dude space. Yeah. 
you know, like guys doing urinals. You know, yours, space, urinal. Right. Like, we do that in the theaters. We, you and I do that, too. Yeah. Problem is, is that they're in seats of two. Mm. So the corner seat that dad's, dad likes the aisle, I'm like, well, now you don't need the aisle anymore because he liked the leg room. This is all fucking leg room. Okay. You know, because the, the, the seats recline fully. So if you're like six, you know, six, three, you're going to have plenty of room. Like, my dad had the chair all the way back, and I could walk by cleanly. Okay. Like, it wasn't like a shuffle, 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 shuffle. Right. It, it was just like, oh, it's pretty wild. Doing the leg over the, yeah. the legs as they're la- yeah, sticking there was out from the enough, recliner. Enough room from probably that's the reason why they only had 60 seats in this in the theater. So, um, but I mean, so he's sitting in one chair, mm-hmm. and then the next is a group of two. And I was so like, if I do the space and then sit into the, the left side of the chair, the center armrest goes up. Okay. So me being a righty, it's like there's no spot for my hold my drink. Yeah. Because they actually have it so like the outer armrest holds your drink, the center armrest comes up. Yeah. So you're either going to be snuggling with somebody or you're going to have your own cup holder. Yeah. Like, you know, which is nice and all, but being a righty, I'm used to leaning on the right side. Yeah. And I'm also the kind of guy that likes to have an arm. I like to spread out. I'm yeah. like, you know, like let me, let me relax a little bit. Right. I, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't get comfortable because everything had to be lefty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is... So eventually, I put the other side, like the arm. That's, kind of, that's kind of surprising. What? That I'm a... That, no, no. That there was, it's built for lefties. Well, well, see, the thing is, no. It's it's not. Because, like, I sit... If there's, they're, in, they're in a group of two. Okay. So if I'm sitting on the left seat, the cup holder's in the left handle. Okay. And this, you know, if a person's sitting on the right side, their cup holder's on the right side. Okay. You're just in the wrong seat. I'm sitting in the wrong seat, basically, okay. what it comes down to. Is okay. I, I could have... It should have been dad, space, space, me. Right. In order to be able to, you know, accommodate for my right-handedness. Yes. You know, but instead, I was like, no, you know, I'll just have to suffer with it. And it was kind of annoying. Yeah. You know, I couldn't get comfortable. And then finally, I was like, you know what? I'll just put the other armrest down, squeeze in. Because it was a little... It wasn't, it wasn't super tight, but it was definitely snug. Yeah. So like, and then like halfway through the movie, I decided to lean back and like my feet, my feet up and be like, Wee. you know, <laughs> I definitely can see Dave falling asleep at every movie because <laughs> 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 because they were comfortable, like you know, plush leather seats, yeah. soft, new. Like I was, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to fart in them. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, let me break this in my way, bounce up and down. <laughs> um also trailers so weak it seems to be the year of the true story really yeah because we saw a trailer for the guy who does the the walk across the twin towers okay in the 70s which that one at least looks cool yeah it's gonna be an imax 3d and me being afraid of heights i'm gonna go see that movie in imax 3d so i can go Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> um, then there's another true story uh, about Everest. Okay. That's a true story. Then they, they're coming out with, um, apparently, anybody who is of Latin American descent finally has a job in the the 33. <laughs> That's about the miners in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. Um, it has... Okay, now... It has Antonio Banderas. <laughs> it has... I'm like, all right, well, nice to know he's got a job. Yeah. Um, but then the other one, which I thought was a really odd choice, Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm <laughs> really? Like, yes. Odd choice? Well, I'm like, where's he been? <laughs> That's true. Exactly. He's been on the like, direct-to-video it, type of thing. Exactly. Someone's looking around going, okay, we need a bunch of people who can either act Latin, look Latin. Who was that guy in La Bamba? 
Lou Diamond Phillips. He's still alive? Yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> was John Leguizamo in it? I, you know, he probably will be. <laughs> now, now, now you have me curious. <laughs> So, uh, let's see. The 33 comes out in 2015, right? Yeah. Here's your cast. Uh, Cody DePablo, who was, uh, who was actually in uh, NCIs for a while. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. Rodrigo Santoro. Julia Binoche. James Berlin. Okay. Uh, Katie Del Castillo. Lou Diamond Phillips. Gabriel Byrne. Naomi Scott. Obviously, any non-Latin American is yeah. usually in a suit because they're the businessmen, <laughs> Just, you know, according to what I saw. Yeah. Um, except James Berlin, he 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 got it. He looked like another digger. Yeah. You know, because he was. Um, He's probably foreman, huh? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Stereotype. <laughs> and Antonio Banderas is, and uh, I think Lou Diamond Phillips was kind of like the the guy who was kind of going, "The mine's not safe. We need to stop this." And, of course, the corporate America is like, no, nah, they're fine. Yeah, okay. And then there's the big, you know, uh, cave-in. And Antonio Banderas is like, no, we will get, we will be saved. Because I am Antonio Banderas. You know? <laughs> At least I might have to go see it just so I can, you know, <laughs> do my, it is I, Antonio Banderas, covered in a dirt and suit. And I still look sexy. <laughs> I know that is me and 32 other men with dirt and soot and a giant rat that can fall any moment. But I am a Tolio. I am sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they leave me for Puts the Boots tour. <laughs> I cannot. I need to come back. Puss and Boots tour. Pu- oh, sorry. Puss and Boots dos. Yeah, it was just like, um, it's like one depressing true story after another and I'm just like, Oh my God, 2016 is going to suck. Like, I'm like, oh, thank God they have all the superhero movies coming. It's like, it's either going to be a superhero movie or sappy true life well, story. That's, that's why they're putting them all out. Yeah. Because they're like, fuck it. We ain't going to win anyway. Like, oh. <laughs> all right. So how was Man from Uncle? It was good. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it, but it was definitely cute. It, okay. was, it had like, it was Guy Ritchie. So it kind of had like a nice. My dad said because he was a fan of the TV show because mm. it is based off of the '60s TV show. Right. Um, it had the the style and the look and the feel of the '60s TV show, so it was kind of for him. He enjoyed it. Paying a nice homage to yeah, it. Yeah, and okay. for me, I was like, it, it was very slick and stylish, and the Guy Ritchie kind of, you know, like what he did with um, Sherlock Holmes, mm. kind of slicked it up a little bit and made him cool. It was it was definitely had that vibe to it. So I I, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't rush out to go see it again. Mm. Like there was, I mean, it was either this or it was probably going to be our number one movie, judging by the red highlight across the yes. bar. Well, let's go to number two first. Okay, let's go to number two. Number two is Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. It made seventeen million over the weekend, uh, and earned thirty-eight point one in the three weekends of release. Okay, and hey, look, the, the, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. The only movie that they needed to beat, they beat. Yeah, Fantastic Four last week. <laughs> everybody was like, "Oh, okay. Well, here you go." All right, and the number one movie number is number one movie is Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton, fifty six point one million over the weekend. It is uh, here, really good movie. Right. Like according to according to um, Ice Cube, uh, no, Ice Cube. You know, I was thinking according to uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it is certified fresh. <laughs> Are you trying to do Ice Cube cool movie? No, because oh. he's in the movie. Or his, right. or his, his son cat, is. Yeah, his, his, son, his son. Well, it's in, about him. 
I know it's about okay. Him, I mean, you have to make it but sure. what I found, if you watch the trailer, he actually his son is actually playing him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. And when you see his son in the Jerry Curl wig, it is haunting how much he looks like his dad. Like when I saw him, I was like, "They get Ice Cube." Like I feel <laughs> like they did kind of like like one of those like de aging processes yeah. for him. No, his son looks identical to him with the Jerry Curl wig on. <laughs> It was crazy. I was, and I really, really, really want to see it. I don't want to get shot. Like, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. I don't want to get killed over this. I, yeah, I, I really, I heard it's a great movie. I'm super. I really want to see this movie. Yeah. So I might go one of those Tuesday afternoon movies, like just kind of. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm straight out of Northeast, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we're a black hoodie. <laughs> I, you know, I hear, like, of course, <laughs> I was coming home from work, and it was Friday night. Was it Friday? No, it was Saturday night, and had it been a bunch of white kids just got back from seeing the movie, because in the car, they're bla- they're blasting, fuck the police, and I'm like, guys, you fucking douchebags. Yeah. Like, like, you don't know what it was like in the 90s and 80s, man. <laughs> you didn't live through that. Yeah, it was just like, they're and they're driving, like, I think they're driving. And it wasn't an outback, but it was definitely <laughs> it was definitely one of those like like all terrain vehicles. I'm like, you too fucking poor to actually buy an Escalade, you pussy. <laughs> like, but yeah, I'm straight out of Compton, yo. Like as I cruising down my cruising down the six volt. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you guys suck. <laughs> straight out of outback. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Croydon. <laughs> it was definitely like I was just shaking my head, going, Ugh. <laughs> "But I mean, it definitely is a movie that I, I really, I'm, I'm gonna see. Maybe if I can, I have some time off this week, so maybe I'll go to a matinee. Treat myself to a movie. There you go. Go straight out of Compton, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around if you see me coming next week with Jerry Curl and an NWA hat. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, that was uh, just Jerry Curl. Just a Jerry Curl. <laughs> I use that product from uh, Coming to America. <laughs> Guarantee you, uh, there's going to be a spike in NWA albums for show. Yeah, you know, if not, the soundtrack will probably be, you know, be uh, a hit. Yeah, because it's you know, because apparently from one of the articles I read that they, all the actors actually redid those songs for okay. the movie. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. I'm glad they all had talent. You know, I mean, granted, it's rapping, but I do believe that rapping is a talent, a talent of it some is, sort. It is. is, yeah. You know, I can't do it. Dr. Seuss has been doing it for years, so <laughs> just add a beat to it. Rapper. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, rapper. Yeah. Throwing some gunshots, <laughs> some tattoos, and some gang signs. Dr. Seuss is the man, yo. <laughs> Green eggs and ham, yo. <laughs> I do not eat them in a can. I fucking don't eat them with spam. <laughs> I think on that note we should take a break. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's starting to answer like Andrew Dice Clay. It's not Dr. Seuss anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was the nineties. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll be right back, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, well, that was part one. I uh, mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we tried really, really hard to make it fun and entertaining for everybody. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting that time. Sean's getting kind of sleepy and a little punch drunk. Okay. Even though I've not been drinking, I'm just kind of like, <sighs> like I got like right now. My bed's looking pretty good right now. <laughs> By looking pretty good, we just got Angelina Jolie bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not in the mood for Angelina Jolie. I'm more, more in the mood for, uh, um, we call it, oh my God, why can't I think of her name? Jesus, that's how tired I am. <laughs> Your girlfriend? Kat Dennings. <laughs> <laughs> She's always going to be there, but I don't have my own bed sheets with my girlfriend on it. <laughs> She's saying, like, there's that big pillow of Kat Dennings in her head. And just like, oh, <laughs> You'll see feathers coming around. I had a dream of eight-hour Kat Dennings. Just coughing all the feathers fly out. I had a dream. I ate a big, giant marshmallow. <laughs> In fact, I think when I go home, I'm going to pop in season four of Two Broke Girls. There you go. Now that I mentioned Cat Daddy, he's going to lay in bed and go, because ah, I was thinking about, going, I think I was thinking about reading. And you'll say, what Sean's reading? And you'll find that out in Nerd News, actually, in <laughs> two more episodes. But instead of reading, maybe I'll just kind of curl up in my pillow and watch Cat Den- Two Broke Girls and chuckle and go, oh, Cat Daddy. <laughs> oh. Snuggle up my pillow. <laughs> Pretend like they're her big soft lips. Oh. <laughs> I want to be a little person laying on the softness of her bottom lip. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> People are like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on, Sean? Imagine this Sean's people. tired. His his car goes down. <laughs> yeah, it's like truth serum, baby. <laughs> I want to be a little person curled up on the cat dating's bottom lip. <laughs> It's like sleeping on a cloud. <laughs> a, a deep red cloud that spews sarcastic wind. <laughs> That's my place of heaven. Apparently you thought about this. Oh, I just thought of it right there. I doubt it. Anyway, in part two, um, like I said, we bring you a new life, the universe, and everything with Erica. And Ed brings you the new releases on Blu-ray and DVD, yeah. as well as some video games. Yeah. So sit back and relax while you're downloading that. And in the meantime, if you do want to catch our show live, you can on Sunday nights from about 6 to about 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> just, follow, just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. That's what I was missing. Um, don't forget, you can also... Go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio in the search engine, and get to our Facebook page. Give us a like. It's free. Don't cost nothing. And while you're there, you can hit that little about button to find out where you can tell your friends to download past, present, and future episodes of this show. Or that's is if you don't want to tell them about wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes.com. Again, or now you can go to any Google app that uh, hosts podcasts, download that app, 
and search for us Geeksters, and we'll be there for you to enjoy. That's right. We're everywhere, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're everywhere. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you might have heard on the show or seen on our webpage or suggest an article for him to you know, do a news, little news, news blurb on something, or, or maybe you just want you know, him to pick something up to hear what I have to say about it. I don't care. Just email him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can do that all the same to Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can do it with Erica, and she's at erica at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's Erica with a K. So sit back, relax while we're downloading part two. If you haven't already downloaded it, if you have, go listen to it right about now. If not, just wait a little bit. Maybe download it and you can go listen to it then. I don't know, just as long as you listen. Blah, 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 blah. And on that note, We'll take it away, Stadler Wardorf. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible.